The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome back to Industry. Ranking Factors Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we're going to publish an episode every day covering what you need to know about the ranking factors that impact search visibility in your industry. Joining us for Industry Ranking Factors Week is Jordan Cooney, who is a world-renowned SEO strategist and the CEO of Search Metrics Inc. And today we're going to continue Industry Ranking Factors Week by talking about the ranking factors impacting visibility in the media and publishing industries. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, here's the second installment of Ranking Factors Week with Jordan Cooney, Search Metrics' CEO and lead SEO strategist. Jordan, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Hey, Ben. Yeah, this is uh, this is gonna be a fun week. I think people are gonna really, uh, really get a lot of takeaways and, and start to unpack what's going on in these different industries. Absolutely, I'm excited to uh, continue the conversation about industry ranking factors. And yesterday we talked a little bit about e-commerce and how there's really only one priority ranking factor that's industry specific, which is you got to differentiate based on content. Today, we're going to talk about the media and publishing industry, which I think has a little bit more variability. So I'm guessing that we're going to run into more ranking factors than just one. Let's start off by just you telling me how you think about the media and publishing industry and what do you look at to evaluate the success of a site and its visibility? So media and publishing is another unique industry where Google has created various SERP experiences that are very native to that to that category. The most notable and the most common being AMP and AMP integration within the news and news feeds that show up on the SERP. So obviously, 
when Google identifies or classifies a keyword to be media-related or news-related, uh, Google is going to enforce that experience within the SERP. And that's going to consume a, a fair amount of real estate within the SERP. So for the newer SEOs that are listening, just give us a 30-second summary on what the AMP platform is. Sure. So AMP is a technology stack that can be integrated into your site and allows Google to cache your content. And then it essentially allows it to serve and render faster. By enabling AMP and using AMP, in particular in the news and media category, it really does allow you to become more exposed within the SERP because especially within this medium, it's very critical to allow users to quickly access your content and do so in a very structured form. Because that's what AMP really does is it forces you to use a very structured form in order for Google to cache and consistently load this content fast. Right. So essentially, Google is trying to standardize the content in the news and media platform in terms of the page structure to optimize it for speed, for load time. Why is that so important? Why does you know speed matter more in media and publishing? And you know why is Google trying to standardize this industry specifically as opposed to e-commerce or any of the other industries that we're going to talk about? Well, I mean, quite frankly, uh, news in particular is an on-demand service, and the the faster you are able to publish and release that information, the better off your viewers and and readers are going to be. There's a reason why companies like ESPN and other sports news-related entities have really transitioned their sports desk, especially when they're showing uh, scores and a score summary, to a very automated process. So what you'll notice is like a lot of the baseball scores in the summary of a, of a baseball game is, is very much automated. It is not, you know... John Smith, the sports writer for the San Francisco Giants who sat down and wrote the summary for that, that those days are long gone. This is a very automated process because time is of the essence. And the moment that game is over, if you can publish the score and a summary of that score, your viewers are going to hit that page and be able to quickly consume what happened in that ballgame. It's interesting that Google is essentially prioritizing breaking news my guess was that you were going to say that the content of the pages don't change very often in news and publishing. The lifespan of the average news article is 24 to 36 hours. And so they just want to standardize the pages because people are cranking them out so fast. And I guess I'm wrong. You're saying it's really about just getting those pages up and ready as quickly as possible. Absolutely. And, and one of the crazy statistics that we have in our ranking factors for media that I think is really unique and one of the major leading predictors of success in this category is the use of supporting content in the sense of like images and video. What we actually notice here is that there's significantly less images and video news and media. It doesn't mean that they don't exist at all. That's a falsehood. But it's that they're just used less frequently and at a smaller volume because speed and access to the content is what really matters in this category. God, to me, media and publishing is, is so counterintuitive. I would have assumed that media and publishing is really rich with multiple formats of content, like lots of video, lots of images. And you're just saying, look, it's about getting text to people as fast as possible. Exactly, exactly. And in various forms, there is a slight winner-takes-all type mentality in this category. So 
the faster, the more accessible, the better off and better structured your feeds are when it comes to your content, you can control the real estate within the news and media category. Now, again, we're very much talking about a very specific subset here in the news and media category, which is more of the newsworthy type content. But we, we shouldn't forget that there are a lot of publishers in this space as well who are creating more long-form articles and long-form content and investigative type content. And in some cases, these rules may or may not apply for you. And it's just important to take note that there are very different subcultures in this category. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So let's talk a little bit more about the non-breaking news, non-broadcast type content for people that are working on longer form, more evergreen publishing. What are the ranking factors that they need to be aware of? So one of the interesting data points that we see in this category is the use of knowledge graph. And historically, a lot of people just associated knowledge graph to Wikipedia. And yes, it's true. Wikipedia still shows up pretty frequently in the knowledge graph, but that is changing at a rapid pace. It is incredible how fast Google is now introducing multiple links within the knowledge graph. They're introducing uh, multiple sources in the knowledge graph, creating specific hyperlinks within the actual knowledge graph experience that allow you to sub-select a data point. These improvements or evolutions of the knowledge graph are really critical for all these long-form publishers to understand. Because if you are writing something that is going to be groundbreaking or very, very connected to, say, a person, a place, an event, it is really important for you to build your content in a way that can become so authoritative that Google will want to feature it in the knowledge graph. And that, I think, is one of the unique things because what we see in the data is that nearly 80% of media-related keywords will have a knowledge graph in it. So your ability to control that real estate, whether it's eyeballs only or traffic, is super critical. So the ranking factor here for the publishing side of the media and publishing industry is that you want to be in the knowledge graph. But what's the way to get into the knowledge graph other than having, you know, structure and valuable content. 
Yeah. So obviously you have to have valuable, relevant content to the topic that you're you're writing about. Other ways to really become relevant in in the knowledge graph is the use of structured data. So being able to denote very specific elements within your content. So if this is about a person, using the the schema markup to denote the person. Uh, Additionally, another great way to become referenced in the knowledge graph is to have very specific forms of data on the page itself. So for example, if, if you're talking about an event, you know, having say a sequence or a timeline of what happened during that event is going to be super helpful in a very, very useful reference point for that knowledge graph. So those are a couple of tips. There's a lot of other advice out there around knowledge graph. We could probably dedicate a whole week of the podcast just to how to become more relevant knowledge graph or answer box. But those are just a couple of the takeaways, uh, especially for the, the writers out there or those folks. You should be asking those questions. Hey, are we using structured data on these pages? How are we using structured data? And then also, do I have any data experiences on my page that allow my page to be referenced? So just to quickly summarize, when you're working in the media side of the media and publishing industry, you're really optimizing for speed. And that equates to using the AMP technology. When you're on the publishing side of media and publishing, and by that, I mean, you know, you're working on longer form content, things that are a little bit more evergreen, you know, the the formatting of your content and trying to sneak into the knowledge graph is really the biggest ranking factor that you need to pay attention to. Okay, that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jordan Cooney, Searchmetrics' CEO and lead SEO strategist. We'd love to continue this conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Jordan, you can find a link to his bio in our show notes, or you can send him a tweet where his handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. If you have general marketing questions, or if you want to talk about this podcast, you can find my contact information in our show notes, or you can send me a tweet at Ben J. Shap. It's B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. If you like this podcast and you want a regular stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, Hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning to discuss the ranking factors impacting visibility in the finance industry. Lastly, if you've enjoyed this podcast and you're feeling generous, we'd love for you to leave us a review in the Apple iTunes store or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.